Beer It Is is a CSPN Media podcast production. Please visit our website at cspn.us for more episodes of the Beer It Is podcast and for ways to keep our podcast free for you. Hello, everybody. My name is Nubias Woolborn. The name of the marquee is Beer It Is on the CSPN Network. Shout out to Classic for allowing me to do this each and every week on the network. Also, shout out to Melanie for allowing this show to happen from the beginning. And today, we are in beautiful Athens, Georgia. And I love fall time in the south because it's like, what, 75 degrees? You know, I'm sitting out here. And one of the originators, one of the houses that Georgia Beer has built one of the founding spots, Terrapin Brewery. And I am here with their social media and PR coordinator, Leah Cook. Leah, how are you? Good. Now that I've got a beer in my hand. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. Salute, cheers to that because, I mean, you know, it's a very fortunate profession. It's out here, we're recording this on a Wednesday afternoon. The sun is at our back, suds in our glass, <laughs> and we're going to talk about Terrapin the beginning, the middle, and now how things continue to go forward. So let's get right into it, man. Tell me about what you're drinking. I am drinking our Hammer 58. It is a beer we brewed with Jesse Tuggle, a former NFL Falcons player. Um, we brewed it for the inaugural season at the new Falcon Stadium in Atlanta, uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So Nice. It's and, delicious. And that's not the only stadium where people can find your beer in Atlanta, right? Right. We're also at SunTrust Park, home of the Braves. Um, we've got a tap room there that's open 365. Uh, so even though the season's wrapping up, we'll have uh, beer there year-round with uh, special brews from our ATL Brew Lab. Nice. And see, the cool thing is a lot of brewers have a pilot system. We'll get into the size of your brewery, but your pilot system is probably one of the more unique of any brewery in the country, maybe the world, as that it is at SunTrust Park. Where some of the games have 30,000, 40,000 people a night coming. How is it having your chess lab right there? Um, it's a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun for me because I get to go to some baseball games after work. Um, but it's great because we get fan feedback right away um, on the test beers that we brew. Um, this season we brewed a lot of um, baseball-themed beers. But as we move into fall and winter, we're going to slip into some stouts and porter beers um, and get folks' feedback at the Terrapin Tap Room. Because you kind of have to go light on those beers at the ballpark. I mean, it's oh, hot yeah. out there, and quite honestly, you won't be able to have more than one and enjoy their experience. Exactly. Yeah, uh, high alcohol stouts aren't quite what you want to drink when it's 90 degrees and right. you're watching baseball. Well, and I say that as I am sipping on the Muhu here, and, you know, this is a really good beer. Tell me about this one, because you guys changed it up a little bit to get to this white chocolate, right? Yeah, so white chocolate Muhu is a variation of our uh, Muhu chocolate milk stout that we brew every year. Uh, white chocolate Muhu is actually a beer we brought back because uh, Terrapin fans voted on it last year. So this year we brought white chocolate Muhu back. Um, it was originally brewed in 2013, and um, it's back because y'all wanted it. So there you it's go. awesome. Shout out to the Terrapin Nation. And speaking of the Terrapin Nation, you guys are in 18 states. We are. We are in 18 states now, and states and territories, um, which is crazy because when I started only three and a half years ago, we were only in, I think, 11. So we've grown a lot since even I started. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so how has that growth translated and manifested itself? 
Um, we've grown pretty organically. We're always um, talking about winning the backyard, focusing on, um, you know, Georgia first, then kind of as you grow from our uh, home market, uh, focusing on what we've got in, um, in distribution already, but then also growing into the states where people want our beer and want to see our beer. Um, we just filled out Mississippi and Delaware this year. Um, we hadn't gone into them yet, but we were in states around them, and it nice. felt pretty pretty natural to go in and cover those two states. And so, have you been to every of the states, or have you been to most? Or how's that been for you? I haven't been to every one of the states that we're in, um, but I've been to a lot of them. Um, I've gotten to go on a lot of different um, market trips to see kind of how people like our beer outside of Georgia, and it's really fun to tell people that I work with Terrapin because they're really excited about it. Nice, nice. And then from there... You, how'd you get here? I started here because I like beer. Um, I have a marketing degree and thought, you know, Athens is a cool place. Uh, Moved down here and got a job at Terrapin doing marketing. um, And will never leave the beer industry because it's so much fun. Nice. So what were you doing before? I was in college, actually, at Wake Forest University. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so I'm a baby. So, okay, so was the job posted, or how did you find out, or how did um, that kind of go? So I started in our merchandise position, actually. Oh, wow, course. so you worked your way yeah, up? Yeah, I did. Tell the story, uh, Leah. Sorry. Tell the story. <laughs> so I started in mar- uh, merchandise marketing and then moved into social media and PR. Um, I applied for the job through the website. Um found Terrapin on Facebook. I drank, I started drinking Terrapin beer in North Carolina. Nice. Cool. And then um, saw the job opening because I was looking at cool things to do in Athens and uh, went ahead and applied. So I sent a koozie with my uh, resume, actually. Nice. What was the koozie? What was on it? It said, uh, hire Leah at Terrapin and it had my resume highlights printed on a paper cut out of a beer bottle. So oh, wow. That's I was impressive. really going for it. I so really does anybody still have there. that? Where, where? I do. I have it in my office. See, okay. So you got to send me the picture of that. That's going to go with this Because I think <laughs> that is a hell of a story yeah. of putting on. How'd you come up with that idea, man? Um, well, I knew I was applying for a merchandise job, and I knew I really wanted it. So I had a friend who worked in our um, in a print center that also did some monogramming. And so I bribed her uh, with future <laughs> beer. With future to, beer. Yeah. Nice. Make the for me. Nice. So you grew up in, where'd you grow up? Tell me about what... I grew up in Minnesota. Um, Minnesota? Way up there. The with, land of the 10,000 lakes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, with the really good breweries like Surly and Summit yes. and all those guys. Um, I get a lot of good beer when I go home. But wow. um, I love the South and I love being down here where it's nice and warm. You got to show no damn snow. Oh, yeah. No snow. So, all right. Grew up in Minnesota. What were you drinking? Um, I drank a lot of Summit. Uh, Summit EPA oh, uh, is one of my favorite, uh, favorite beers up there. So you're lucky. You're in that generation. I'm going to say, what, mid-20s, right? Yep. So, yeah, you're lucky. Mm-hmm. You grew up like, when I worked in Tallahassee, I noticed a lot of kids are going to Proof. Um, Grasslands yep. have been around. But even before Proof was brewing their own beer, they would have a lot of cool beers that would come in. And now Tallahassee has like five breweries right. over the last ten years. Mm-hmm. And kids who say went to school here at UGA or in Athens, you know, they're kind of drinking good yeah. beer from a, you know, I'm a couple years older. And I, <laughs> I was drinking PBRs and Coronas, and you didn't experience yeah. that. So, oh, yeah. do you have conversations with older people who were like, "Oh, like your kids are lucky"? Um, sort of. So it's funny when I started working here, my dad thought it was a bartending uh, gig. <laughs> nice. What else would you do in a brewery? He thought it was just a bar. Um, and fast forward three and a half years, he's like really proud to tell people that I work at a craft brewery. He's wow. like, "That's so cool now." 
So it's not so much what people have been drinking, but how people perceive working and being in beer. Ooh, that's okay. been really interesting for me. Hey, I mean, and how is it? Because I mean, you know, it's a tough. It's a tough industry. Oh yeah. And it's a tough to get in industry, mm-hmm. and it's a tough industry, especially for minorities and women to navigate. How has that been for you? Um, I haven't. So I haven't had a lot of issues feeling like a, you know, a minority as a female in beer um, at Terrapin. I've definitely been to festivals and been the only female rep and felt right. a little out of place there. But um, at Terrapin, our sales team is almost 50% female. Nice. Um, and my boss is female, so I get a lot of support, um, a lot of encouragement. Um, the Pink Boots Society for females and beer in general has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely something I've noticed, but I haven't felt any, like, issues with it. Or do you get, okay, do you get, like, the dudes who, like, they, okay, they may know a little bit about beer, all of a sudden they're trying to, like, challenge you, because, like, in sports, I cover sports, and a lot of women mm-hmm. kind of go through that. Is that kind of the same thing, and beer's a little bit different? Um, yeah, every once in a while, if I go to a bar and I ask, I try to ask for recommendations, I don't necessarily, you know, I I like they, to it, see what people out tell they, me. They, they, try to, they try to go girly on you? Yeah, and they'll be like, <laughs> oh, I think you might like this, like, cream ale or whatever and I'm like yeah give me a double IPA and they're like oh okay alright and like I know what I'm drinking like I know what I want um but usually once I start talking about you know what I know I don't see any issues with it so this, but does it kind of catch people off guard a, a little, little bit, bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah because you're kind of young yeah. so it can be throwing people off like right. but you have all this experience mm-hmm. of being around a brewery and so yeah. on and so forth yeah and then from there Guys, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause. Here on Beer It Is, my man Classic is going to tell you about some of the shows that are upcoming on the network, Gridiron Girls, some of the other shows that are on our fabulous network here at CSPN. And we'll come right back with Leah Cook. We're going to talk a little bit more about it. We're going to peel the layers of the onion back. Get all up in there. And we're going to talk about this Terrapin Brewery and how it's grown. Stick and stay, guys. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown and Collars Podcast. Just reminding you that you are listening to a CSPN media presentation. And to check out Crown and Collars every Wednesday so we can tell you what your aunt does when you're not around. All right, boys and girls, welcome back to Beer It Is. Once again, my name is Tobias Wilborn. Shout out to Classic and Melanie for allowing the CSPN Network to keep rocking and rolling like we do. Also, shout out to the fine folks at Amazon.com. Make sure you click on to keep our podcasts free. We'll tell you more about that a little later. But it allows me to go to cool places and do cool things 
as I am now in Athens, Georgia, at the home, the hub, you know, one of the originating Georgia breweries, Terrapin Brewery, with their social media as well as public relations impresario. <laughs> and we're going to lay it down like that, Leah Cook. All right. <laughs> All right. So for the people who don't know, when did Terrapin get founded? How did it start? So Terrapin started in 2002 um, with two founders, Spike Bukowski and John Cochran. Um, they were working at another Georgia brewery, decided that they wanted to do it themselves. Um, Spike had been brewing this beer in his basement called Rye Pale Ale, um, and the two of them took it to the Classic City Brew Fest here in Athens. Nice. Um, Shout out to Ogletree and that yep. whole crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for 15 years ago now, they brought their beer to uh brought the Rye Pale Ale to Classic City Brewfest, and that's how Terrapin was born. Um, So in 2002, that beer also took home a gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival um, and took off from there. Um, So obviously since then, we've grown quite a bit and have over 20 beers a year coming out. Wow. Hey, guys, we're outside, so we're like, like, right now inside, because we're getting out of This place opens about an hour or so after we record, so now they're in there getting the lab together, making sure everything is ready for customers to come and partake upon these fine malted beverages. So, speaking of that, game has changed in the state of Georgia. Game has changed. Tell the audience about it. So, Georgia has joined the rest of the nation as the 50th state to be able to sell beer directly from the brewery. Bless his heart. Um, Finally. Uh, So now you can walk in and buy a pint um, or three or four if you want um, and also take up to a case of beer to go. Um, prior to September 1st, we were selling tours that included um, up to 36 ounces of beer. Now there is no limit to what you can drink on site, which is awesome. Drink up, be uh, merry. Yeah. Responsibly, though. Responsibly, yeah. We uh, we are big fans of Uber and Lyft out here uh, at the brewery and encourage uh, safe safe drinking. Safe consumption. Yes. All right, so 2002, Spike and John, and, and I've met both those guys. Mm-hmm. But what do they like to work with? I mean, I, I, does John still come around a lot? John John actually bought the first beer uh, on September 1st. Wow. So he came down from uh, Asheville where he's at Upcountry Brewing now. That's right. Uh, I forgot about that. He's yeah. at Upcountry. Yeah, so I yeah. forgot. So um, they're fun to work with. Uh, they've got the best stories of anyone at the brewery, obviously, because they've been around for 15 years, and it's fun to hear about back in the day when contract brewing wasn't a thing and they were doing it um, and mm-hmm. how they'd have to walk around and explain that Terrapin beer was made in Athens, Georgia and wasn't named after the University of Maryland and then explain that the beer was actually being brewed in Maryland uh, because that's where the contract brewing was at the time. So um, they had a lot of marketing and branding to do right, uh, right at the beginning there. So, so talk to me about Terrapin. Yes. This is Turtle. What's going on here? So, we are named after the Grateful Dead album, Terrapin Station. Uh, we got a, quite a few deadheads at the brewery um, who love the Grateful Dead. Try to We try to celebrate uh, Jerry Day every year. Nice. August 1st, we got to have a little party. Um, but there's, music was a big influence. Um, our art is all done by two uh, artists that worked on Grateful Dead um, art. Chris wow. Pinkerton and Richard Biffle. Uh, both did work for the Grateful Dead and now do a lot for us. Awesome. So, so like, and how did they connect with those guys? Because there has to be some hellified stories with. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, that is one of those funny ones where Spike was at Bonnaroo, uh, the of music festival, was. hanging out. Uh, I'm not sure if it was for work or not, but he kind of bumped into Richard uh, Biffle at Bonnaroo, and 
that's how it all started working with him. Wow. So. And that had to be interesting seeing those guys like develop mm-hmm. a relationship and then now yeah. taking that to where yeah, you do look at his art, and it is pretty cool. You see the Pinkerton name on, like, the tent there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like he designed that. I mean, that's some pretty cool stuff. Yep. So, then from there, the tasting room now. What is the tasting room experience like now? Because you guys are about a month in to the new laws. Mm-hmm. How's it been? It's How's been good. Um, it's a little different, obviously. It's uh, something to get used to coming in. Um, it's nice that we weren't the first state to ever do it, because it's easy to explain that when you travel, you just go buy a pint. Um, right. So, it's just like that here now. Um, we've gotten a lot of good feedback. We still do offer sampling um, options so people can try a couple beers before they settle on one. Because um, we always have 12 or 14 beers in the tap room. Um, so there's plenty of options and things to try. So you can get a four ounce pour or a full pint if you want. Nice. And then what's it like working here every day? What are you, what's your day like? I start every morning drinking beer. Get <laughs> um, but really, we do sensory every morning. Um, what time do you guys do that? Like, tell me, that, so like yeah. from when you walk in, walk me uh, through that. So when I walk in the door, if I'm wide awake, alert, and enthusiastic, I'll go and do sensory. And every morning, our QA team has um, different beers set up to try and make sure that all of our batches taste the same. We're t- you know we're making sure we don't have any issues with the brewing process, going through all that kind of stuff. Um, so that happens in the mornings because that's when it's best to taste beer. Because um, mm, your palate's fresh, and right? You got, yeah. Yep. Haven't Ruined had it, yeah. yeah. Haven't had too much too much coffee or too much food. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I, you know, go and every day is a little different. But I work on social media content. I run all of our uh, social media, Terrapin Beer Co. Um, and then also work with you know awesome folks who talk about our beer all the time or get to drink our beer. Um, and I also get to, uh, you know, talk about planning and getting ready for 2018 now. Um, so that's been fun. You know, we're talking about maybe a state or two more if we've got the beer for it. Nice. Um, we're talking about new beers coming out, um, bigger pushes with beers we already have. Um, that beer at SunTrust Park, Chop Executioners, getting uh, getting a little more attention next year, and we're really excited about nice, that. Nice, nice. So. How has that beer related? Because it seems to do pretty well at the ballpark. How's it done here and how people kind of... Uh, interacting with that beer yeah it's so we have it at the brewery uh, at the brewery it's the only place you can buy chop here in athens so a lot of folks do come and uh, have a pint here uh, but people love it at the uh, at the ballpark it's a little lower alcohol than our right. hop executioner ipa and so yeah. it's a little little easier yeah. to drink during a game um you can get it at the terrapin tap room and bring a pint in um you can get it at the ballpark and people love it because it's made for the braves right that's pretty cool that mm-hmm. having that relationship it's also kind of cool seeing spike walk around the ballpark and do his thing yeah and those guys who are doing a really good job down there at that mm-hmm. at tap room so how do you yeah. make it down there during the season or have you um i try to get i've been up there i think once a month about uh okay. kind of depending on events and what what's going on um We've got had a couple fun brew days. We had Jesse Tuggle out there, and I got nice. to that brew day. Um, what, what was he like? What was Tuggle like? He's fun. Um, because he likes beer. Like, yeah, he likes beer. And, and of course, his son plays with the Falcons mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he was really excited to learn about the beer, the brewing process, and we got to show him all of our fun, shiny equipment, and then drink some beer and hang out and eat some uh, Fox Brothers barbecue. So that yeah, and that's a. And by the way, guys, that Terrapin Tap Room with the Fox Brothers restaurant in there. Mm-hmm. So you get to see Fox Brothers barbecue, go see the beer, and you never know who may be in there. When you're in there, and they brew during the day, yep. it's kind of it's all it's glassed off, so mm-hmm. you know you won't really feel the effects of it. Yep. But it's a pretty cool little facility. Like the graining out area is so cool. It's by the players' parking lot in there. Yeah, um, yeah. Our the brewer is up at the 
ATL Brew Lab is kind of what we call it. They uh, they've definitely run into a couple cool names being right next to that parking lot. Um, one of them ran into Hank Aaron. I think. Yeah, because it's like yeah, it's like right by Hank right Aaron's. There. Well, because Hank Aaron's for, for people who don't know, obviously Hank Aaron. If you don't know who he is, shame on you. You know, legendary <laughs> Braves baseball player, home run king, still inside of Barry Bonds. That being said, but. You know, he still works with the team. He has an honorary spot, and he has a parking spot. His yeah. parking spot is, like, right across yeah. from where the graining out process starts. It's a three-tier mm-hmm. thing. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, like, Hank Aaron car probably smells like spent grain sometimes. But <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I hope he's okay with that. I'm sure he probably is, man. You know, um, Hank does. I've heard he, he likes a good um, beer. So. Yeah. so shout out to that. And then from there for you. Just what are these things like these days? Is travel is moving? I mean, um, as we open more states, you know, we're like everyone. Um, our VP of sales and marketing is out a lot um, in in uh, the market, kind of talking to talking to new states, talking to new distributors. Um, I've gotten to travel. Was in South Carolina earlier this year doing a big event up near the coast. Nice. So, um, there's obviously all sorts of places for me to be. Uh, we do a lot of sponsorship. We just did the cheese festival in Atlanta last week. Oh, nice! It's yep. a cheese. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, lots of cheese, um, which goes great with beer. Well, uh, yeah. Um, and then, you know, I'm also at the brewery a lot because we have events like Hop Harvest Festival in October, and um, a lot of stuff going on here. So it's kind of it's fun to split time between here and then go out into the world and see what else is going on with Terrapin. Nice. And guys, we're going to tell you more about what's going on in the world with Terrapin. And Ross going to do, well, we, we're going to do two more seconds. We're going to do one, we're talk about the world of Terrapin. Then in segment four, we're going to do our favorite segment, something we've just kind of started the last couple of weeks, the six pack. And it's going to be six quick questions. Where we're going to come back. We're going to talk about what's next with Terrapin, where to find Terrapin, all that good stuff. So stick and stay. Segment three is coming up next. Right after, right after my boy Classic tells you about our good friends at Amazon, how to support them, and how to support us, and keep this podcast free. Oh, and, you know, put a little bit in my pocket so I can go have beer in Athens. We'll be right back. our podcast free by shopping at Amazon. Visit our website at cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcast free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Amazon link, and then you can shop for all kinds of great stuff with Amazon's awesome two-day shipping. You can even sign up for Amazon Prime and get free two-day shipping and access to even more great deals. So, whether it's for music, movies, jewelry, school supplies, Halloween costumes, you name it, Amazon's got it, and you can get it shipped right to your door in a matter of days or even one day. But all you got to do to keep our podcast free is visit our site again. That is cspn.us. cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link. A portion of your sales will go towards helping to keep our podcast free. And you will get great service from Amazon. It is a win-win for everybody. So once more, cspn.us, keep our podcast free, and then shop at Amazon. Do it today.
All right, boys and girls, once again, my name is Nubias Wilborn. The name of our key is Beer. It is, and I am in Athens Town. No, it's not college football Saturday, but we're drinking beer, and we're hanging out. We're having a good time. I'm with the homie Leah Cook, who is the PR social media slash 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 <laughs> impresario queen of the world here. She's making it happen here. Because whenever you see Terrapin, in fact, tell me where they can find Terrapin on the social media, on the interwebs. Uh, Terrapin Beer Co. is our handle on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, and you're talking to me when you uh, tag Terrapin. In Consistency things, so. is the key. Oh, so yeah. be nice. Be, <laughs> yeah, be nice. nice to me, please. But speaking of that, what is the most, because I'm sure you, you check the rate beer and untapped stuff too. Mm-hmm. So what's the most interesting feedback you've seen on one of those places? Um, once, so we started doing uh, Goza's as a style of beer for us that's pretty new for us yeah. in the last two years. And I've gotten a lot of people who are very upset about how salty Goza's are. And I have to very politely but that's kind explain of the style to of beer, them right? that that's the style of beer. It's salty! <laughs> well, but that's, that's what Goza is. I call it the Gatorade of beer. Nice. Like, it's, it's, electrolytes, you know. Nice. <laughs> also, speaking of the Goza, I'm hearing that you guys going to do some more with that Goza? We are. So our our Good to Goza is going to be... Good to Goza. I like round. that. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun when you ask if something's good to go in the office, and then someone has to chime in and say, good. it's good to Goza. It never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But I like it. We're going to be doing that year-round, which is really exciting. Um, And then also our watermelon goza is coming back for 2018 um, with a lot more It's the South. you got to have watermelon, right? Got to have it. (laughs) Got to have salt on your watermelon, too. Indeed. That is is the way to go. You are absolutely right, man. That is universal. Oh, yeah. So we're really excited that that's coming back. Um, And then we're actually right now uh, building in some new vessels on our brew house to handle the volume of goza that we've got yeah so So tell me about the brew house yeah so our brew house is a hundred barrel system um and we're adding two vessels and one of them is going to be for kettle souring beer so gozas and berliners are kettle soured Mm -hmm. um and they hang out basically in the tank for 12 to 24 hours depending on the beer with some lactobacillus which is a different um it's technically a bacteria, so you can't let that get into all your other beer. Right. You're going to have issues. Contamination, yeah. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're building this uh, kettle that's just going to be for kettle souring. And then we'll be able to, after that uh, 12 to 24 hours, we're going to be able to reheat that beer, kind of kill off that lactobacillus, but keep mm. that tart flavor um, and not contaminate the rest of our brewery. And then move it into a tank. And hopefully we'll be able to double our capacity on... Um, this, the tart beers we're making. That is pretty unique mm-hmm. in the breweries because you don't see that very often. Yeah, it's it's a little scary. So we don't deal with Britannomyces, which is a yeast strain that right. a lot of um, brewers do. And also known as Brett. Right. Yeah, for, um, yeah. Because it's it can be a you know a huge issue with your brew house. And when your 100 barrel brew house is what you're brewing everything on, um, it's definitely a little scary. So we're excited to have the equipment to be able to handle tart beers. Um, and that lactobacillus without any issues. Nice, nice. And then, tell me some other things that are coming next for Terrapin over the next couple of months. What are you guys doing? What are you guys going to be? Um, we've got, so our regular Muhu is coming out soon, and then we're going to have a couple reserve series beers coming soon. Uh, one of them is going to be Mutella. It's a hazelnut chocolate milk stout. Mm-hmm. That'll be like drinking dessert. Nice. I'm very excited about tell us it. About, tell us what the reserve series is. So our reserve series is specialty high ABV um, beers that we do every year we wax dip the bottles the best way to get the wax off is with a wine um a wine foil opener nice. so you guys who complain about it 
I get a lot of complaints about the wax. I can't get the wax out. I know, but it's so pretty, and it it does it, it, really nice. It's distinguished. Yeah, and I they're great say. for Christmas presents. Yeah. I give them to my friends for Christmas. Well, and, and, I, and I love the, the, the packaging going mm-hmm. it. It looks like you know something you put a little wrap paper on or a little bow. Yeah, and give it to somebody. Yeah. yeah great for bringing to a party or whatever mm-hmm. so we're doing we have two of those coming up and um, the other one is a raspberry truffle wake and bake and it is oh, oh, oh. raspberry and chocolate and deliciousness with raspberry coffee. truffle wake and yeah. bake that sounds fun mm-hmm. wow delicious i see um, so we're really excited about those two coming up this is i think our fourth year of doing the reserve series um so it's it's been fun, and a lot of people have kind of collected them all, and so it's cool to see people line those up for photos and nice. show us all of their. See, so you, you get a little what's called a vertical, right? You get like two yep. or three years of it mm-hmm. going, and you can check it out and try it with people. Yeah, those yeah. Are, I wish I was good at saving beer. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna I'm drink more. it right away if you give me a beer. Yeah, if you give me a beer, <laughs> I'm gonna drink it. I mean, unless you tell me to save it. Even then, Even though, then it's, it's, like, it's hard. Yeah, it's it's hard. hard. You're like, what sounds really good right now? Well, no, because like I, I tried the Richland Reserve, mm-hmm. the Rum Barrel. Um, by the way, great stout, really good beer. And I was gonna hold it, and share it with some friends. And then I got home one night, and it was sitting in the refrigerator. And it was just looking so pretty, and mm-hmm. I, I drank it. I mean, what are you gonna do? Right. When we moved all of our um, larger format bottles to the 500 ml uh, format instead of the 22 ounce. Because 22 ounces, like, I'm that, that's working for sharing. on it. Yeah, that's for sharing. That's for I sharing. can't drink 22 ounces of beer by myself. No, you don't need to. But generally. I can do a 16.9 ounce bottle um, on a good day, so. Yeah, I'm saying, like, and so like, the 22, those are for bottle shares, in my right. opinion, where you're going and, you know, get a little fun score. Mm-hmm. The 16 is like, okay, I can. I can do that. Like, yeah, I can it, do it's that a nightcap. Myself. Yeah, it's a nightcap. Right. Yeah, you get your nice nice glass, mm-hmm. nice snifter, and you pour up, pour yep. half. Let it warm up a little bit and enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So the Reserve Series is coming in. What's going to be top of 2018? Top of 2018. Um, wow, it's almost here, man. I know. I can't even believe that we're talking about 2018. It feels like yesterday was the beginning of 2017. Um, we've got a couple things coming up. We're bringing Tea Time back. Um, okay. Tell us about that beer. So Tea Time is a lemon and sweet tea Berliner Weiss. Nice. Um, which is great for drinking on the golf course. Tea time, hence yeah. it is, yeah. Um, but also... Like on a Palmer almost, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Right? Um, but also on the couch. There you go. Um, or at the ballpark, right, wherever, wherever you want to be. But, um, the beach, yeah, all of it. We're talking about... So there's some changes coming. We haven't announced them yet. But we are pulling our Luau Crunkles out of our IPA survival kit. Mm. Um, coming up here at the end of September, we're bringing out Panama Crunkles, which is a... Uh, Pineapple Papaya IPA. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. It's on now, right? Not yet. That's almost. It, yeah. almost. It's almost done. But there's some fun new things coming with Luau Crunkles that we haven't announced publicly yet. So I'm not going to ruin the spread. Okay, all right. But, we'll, we'll but you'll be seeing that beer again in 2018. Nice. Sure. You're going to have some fun with it because, I mean, yeah. everybody likes the, the juicy IPA oh, yeah. now, And right? everybody loves Luau Crunkles. Mm-hmm. So um, we got to give people what they want. Give what they want. <laughs> Gotta get the people. The people what they want. Shout out to that. Speaking of giving the people what they want, we do it each and every week here on Beard is on the CSPN Network. Once again, my name is Vice Woolborn here at Terrapin with Leah Cook. We're going to come right back and we're going to do our six pack. It's going to be fun. Six quick questions. Get to know Leah. Get to know the brewery. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll be right back.
For you, the listeners of the Beer It Is podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. We personally recommend an audiobook of your choice available from Audible, such as The Autobiography of Gucci Mane by Gucci Mane, Slobberknocker, My Life in Wrestling by Jim Ross, What Happened by Hillary Rodham Clinton, and It by Stephen King. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash beer it is. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash beer it is for your free audiobook. All right, boys and girls, once again, my name is Nubias Woolborn. Name of the marquee is Beer It Is, and we are back here at Terrapin in Athens, GA, baby. Woo! Doing it. Living a yeah. dream. With my homie Leah Cook, who is the who is the Imperial of social media, public relations, does a whole lot of things around here. You see her with the tweets. She's knocking it out of the park, representing the brand that is Terrapin Brewery. Yeah. So, sure. shout out to that. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. And so I'm empty, so we got to get filled up after this. Yes. So we're gonna sure. we're gonna get right. We're gonna have some fun, but we're gonna finish this up. So we're gonna do our six packs. It's currently unsponsored. So hey, guys, if you know somebody out there, send us a sponsor for the six pack. I think these are really fun. Have some good times with it and get people off their guard. All right. So we're gonna start from the beginning. Favorite beer memory. My favorite beer memory. Um, I was sitting on a friend's couch in college, drinking. Not stellar beer um, because that's what I had, and my friend. And of course, you're over 21. Of course, I was over 21, uh, <laughs> and my friend physically took the beer out of my hand and put a Foothills Carolina Blonde in my hand instead, and was like, "This is what you drink." <laughs> oh like, wow! All right, you're right. Shouldn't be drinking whatever it was. Um, and from there on out, basically, I drank a lot of Foothills. I mean, you can't go wrong with Foothills. Oh, no. Legendary brand, been around mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. Favorite style of beer? My favorite style of beer is a good, solid pale ale. Uh, like, crisp, clean. Mm. Um, one of my favorites is the Sierra Nevada pale ale. Can't go wrong with that. Have you ever had a fresh Sierra Nevada pale ale? Oh, yeah. Like, I you go to Asheville mm-hmm. and drink that joint. Oh, yep. my God. It, it's, it's a so life changer, good. man. It's so good. I love it. Um, obviously, I love all of my terrapin beers as well, but a good, good clean pale ale is something you just can't, you know, you just can't beat it. Favorite terrapin beer? My favorite terrapin beer is our High Five IPA. Um, right. High Five! High Five! <laughs> How did that happen in the office? All the time. <laughs> all the time. Also at Bonnaroo. Oh, I'm high sure. Fives at <laughs> nice, nice. Coolest person you've had a beer with? Um, can I see you? <laughs> well, now flatter gets you everywhere. Right? Oh, beer it is. But, yeah. besides but also, me. besides you. Oh, you're um, so kind. Bless your heart. <laughs> I love uh, it. At the Beer Bloggers Conference this year in August, I got to have a beer with Randy Mosher, and that was pretty awesome. Wow. What was he like? He is really cool. Uh, totally down to earth, and I totally had a like, beer nerd moment with it. And nice. he was okay with that, which was nice. <laughs> if you could have a beer with any four people, dead or alive, who would they be? Oh, my God. Four people, dead or alive. Okay, um, I'm going to go with... Oh, that's so hard. Um, Sam Caligoni from Dogfish. 
Um, his wife, Mariah, because she's my career goals. Nice. Um, career goals. I love it. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag career goals. And then um, I think uh, one of my favorite authors, which is totally nerdy, is Agatha Christie. Yeah. And then um, I don't know if this would all be at once. It might be a little strange. And then also uh, Barack Obama. Why not? Together. I'm all for yeah, right, right there, right? It could be a little, yeah. little odd, but Same thing as well. see, I, I, I admire I, them all for very different see, reasons. I, I think I like trying to find a way to throw Michelle in there too, right? Would that be? Right. I mean, she's too. <laughs> she's totally welcome. But if I have to pick four, have to pick four. Maybe Michelle and I don't know. <laughs> well, either we'll, we'll, we'll work it out. Right, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, Obamas, the Clintonians, yes. the Christie. Yes. All right, sounds good. Yeah, I'm rocking it. Question five: What makes you smile? Um, puppies and beer. <laughs> nice. Beer and puppies is especially important. Um, I love when we have uh, Athens Humane Society events here because you get to pet all the dogs and then drink beer. So that's pretty badass. Yeah. Shout out to that. Hey, right. question six. Where do you see Terrapin Brewery in five years? In five years, um, I see Terrapin Beer Company expanding into a lot more states and also, um, I think, building a second facility. I have no idea if that's a thing or not, and I swear to God I'm serious, but... I think I'm like I'm hoping for a second facility. Like I really want like. Do you want to blow it up, man? Yeah, like do it. Go, go out, you know, west and have a big old terrapin brewery somewhere in Colorado or any. I really don't care where, but I think Ooh. it'd be awesome to have a you know. Speaking the future, I mean, it happens. Like it look does. at look yeah. at fatheads out mm-hmm. of Cleveland. What they they go to Portland. Right. I mean, so there's definitely a lot of room. Yeah. For that kind of stuff, and, like the shoots is building right. a brewery, and I think it's like I think it's the next big thing is to have that second location, and I think yeah. that's a big. Uh, well, you get people. Well, I mean, you know, Sierra Nevada started right. They're out west, and everything. Asheville. I mean, yeah. you know, you get more people if you're gonna put your beer in all these places. You want to get them fresh beer, right? That's exactly. not coming off a truck and all that stuff for all those days. Yeah. Get a little bit fresher, and we all know that fresh beer is better. Fresh so. beer is better beer. Hey, that's a really good way <laughs> to kind of wrap this up and tie this up. So before we get out of here, is there anything else we need to know or that we haven't discussed about Terrapin Beer Company, what's coming up, and what you guys have got going on? I think y'all need to go drink a Terrapin beer. I think, and we got to go get another beer. Yeah. Because uh, we're both almost out now. So, yeah, it's not good. Um, no, it's not good. Keep your beer full. Keep your beer full. Drink Terrapin. And also, listen to Beer It Is on the CSPN Network. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Leah, thank you for having me thank here, you. for doing this, and really look forward. we got to get Spike on next time. I know yes. that man's all over the place. He's at Hop Selection right now, which is so boring, I'm sure. But Have you ever been to Hop Selection? I have not been to Hop Selection, and I'm so jealous. It's better than you think. Oh, I bet it's so much fun. We'll, we'll talk about that yes. off here. Yeah, but that's another episode. That's a whole other story. <laughs> we talk about Hop Selection. I've been twice. It is crazy. Um, guys, listen, thank you so much. Beer It Is, and we're out.